0: Man, I absolutely loved it. we had so much fun. I think we could have kept talking another hour easy. And I wanted to make sure we still respect your time enough to hit this aspect of what you're providing for entrepreneurs. Because I think it's one of those, as I mentioned toward the end of the last episode, this is one of the biggest struggle pieces for entrepreneurs to understand when, especially our audience that has a lot of military law, law enforcement, like my background, translating and trying to transition over into this world or corporate folks that are trying to become entrepreneurs. One of the hardest things they under that they learn is like this sales process, this system that you're teaching. And there are two tips that you're wanting to bring to the audience that you think are the two big ones that we're going to throw out there, give value to the audience right off the rip, and then talk a little bit more about the dojo. So give us those two tips and unpack them a little bit for us.
1: Okay, so tip number one is put in the reps. You got to practice. Have you ever found yourself at the end of a sales call or during a sales call? Usually it's at the end of the sales call when you mention your price and then all of a sudden somebody throws the objection out. I got to speak to my spouse. I want to think about it. You know, I'm going to do a little bit of research. Wow, that's a lot of money. Dude, is that in pesos? Like some kind of comment like that. You know what ends up happening? And guess what happens to your authority? It drops everything that you've built up up until that moment when you have just a little bit of a challenge it drops. And when your authority drops, you lose the sale. So here's the thing, you guys, when emotions go up, intelligence goes down. It doesn't mean that you're not going to feel some kind of fear or some kind of odd emotion, or maybe you know, as most of us guys, I'll be the first person to admit when I feel fear, I'm quick to anger. I don't like the feeling of fear. So I just get pissed off. Well, I'll tell you what, have you ever found yourself in an Conversation with somebody that you care about, maybe a loved one, and it goes from conversation to debate to argument. And all of a sudden you say some stupid shit that, uh-oh, I regret that. That's
0: happening in sales. Can you say that one more time? When you feel fear, you're quick to anger. That's huge. It's massive. For
1: most people and most men, like let's just face it, guys. And now I've got goosebumps as I say this. So I'm gonna be very transparent. And I've done a lot of work. Like the trauma of any leader will filter down. The personal trauma of any leader will filter down to their team. So, if you haven't done your work and you can't keep your cool in a tough situation, and I'm talking sales now, you're not gonna make the sale. You're gonna end up being a jerk, and nobody's gonna buy from a jerk. Nobody's gonna buy from somebody who's impatient. That's why tactical empathy is the key phrase here. This is perfect for you, Zach. It's tactical empathy. Doesn't mean that I won't feel anger, doesn't mean that I won't feel fear or afraid. And as men and women as well, by the way, as people, we don't like to admit that we feel afraid. And so it's quick to anger. Well, again, when emotions go up, intelligence goes down. We need to keep our wits. And this is why the practice, like in the dojo, we'll throw objections at people. And then all of a sudden, we'll throw, we'll turn into the asshole client on purpose so that you can keep your cool. So that when you deal with them in real life, you've done the training. This is the whole point of training. So this is the type of thing that, People think eh, role play eh, and that they poo poo the idea. So, you either have to put in the 10,000 hours that Malcolm Gladwell talks about in his book, Outliers. So, yeah, go ahead. You can put in the 10,000 hours, bro. Go ahead. Or you can step into the dojo and we'll time collapse that.
0: And then you'll get there faster. One piece I want to hit on that, man. And this is so fascinating to me because I love psychology and I love how much psychology goes into salesmanship. Mm-hmm. A big piece of even, I learned this in therapy, honestly, as I transitioned out of the military, I was pretty heavily injured in Afghanistan. I had losses, I lost guys in Afghanistan and the guilt attached to things coming back into the civilian world. What was really interesting that my therapist taught me, and it's so fascinating to like correlate this for me, my therapist taught me when you start feeling these emotions, when you hear the car backfire and you have that like PTSD reaction the reaction where all of a sudden then the emotion of like what happened in Afghanistan, that emotion, like you're talking about, the intelligence would drop and the intelligent thing would be to say, all right, it's just a car driving by. But the reactionary aspect of PTSD was a really difficult thing for me to mentally take the moment to like start breathing again, right? Not having the anxiety and the breakdown. And one thing that he said is like the biggest aspect is the self-awareness attached to embracing the feeling that you're feeling currently comparatively where a lot of people in my background, it's okay. Compartmentalize it, put it away, don't feel it and just push forward until it explodes. Yeah. No kidding. And when you back later, sales, right. You react later. And a lot of people in sales will do that. I've seen that so many times with entrepreneurs. Somebody says something that pisses them off or mm-hmm. you see the, and really, and you talk about body language a lot, you see it in their face, all of a sudden the grimace or the jaw lock. Happens. Yeah. And that slight reaction that's nonverbal will crush a sale so quick because it's like, and I, it's like a triggering mechanism. You got it. But you're not embracing that feeling. You're like, oh, I didn't really like that. However, breathe it out. Let me go talk about this a little bit more as I'm embracing that feeling. That's fascinating to me how that correlates.
1: So it's not just the ums and uhs and a but and long pauses, it's the 55% body language. And this is where people don't practice their body language. So, you know, yes, you want to have a conversation with someone and you want to keep your cool. If they start to escalate something, how do you bring it down? And this is where, again, you can only do that when you practice. When you see somebody who's a top level MMA athlete or a boxer, the idea of a boxer who's standing there and he's getting jabbed in the face, he's not getting
0: pissed off. He's sticking to the plan. Or starts smiling or he starts getting hyped about it.
1: That's it right? So how can you stay in that zone and maintain that authority? So one of the things is you got to put in the reps, you guys, and make sure that you have that full authority and that your tone of voice is also something that's going to be really important in that. So again, one of the major things that people focus on is what do I say when? Don't worry about the what as much as how and body language. If you focus on that and you've got that down, the outcome goal will come. I promise you that. That's the focal point. That's item number one. And there's a psychological aspect of that. Item number two is what we want to do in sales. What do we really want to get somebody to do? We want to get them to make a decision. People are afraid to make the wrong decision. Here's the kicker. People are afraid to make the right decision. I'll say that again. People are afraid to make the wrong decision based on the past. So they don't want to do that again. And then they're afraid to make the right one for maybe a variety of reasons. Could be, well, you know what? I'm not deserving of that. There's a lot of people that don't
0: treat themselves to nice things. The saboteurs start kicking in, the limiters. Absolutely. Absolutely. Right. People in the
1: health and fitness industry, it's like, wow, for example, I don't want to do this. I know I got to do this. I don't want to do this because now I've got to sacrifice or I've got to do exercise work, out. So people are afraid to do the right thing. So it's crazy. So what we need to do is we need to get to that point where we need to motivate them to decide. And the moment that they've made the decision and they've done a great job of it, then, and they say, yes, you know what, Zach, let's do this, man. Then the moment that they've decided, you guys, you, you need to go, and I clap my hands or I snap my finger, I go, Zach, congratulations, man. You're absolutely going to love this. Welcome to the SOS Dojo. The moment I haven't taken payment yet. So when I say congratulations, Zach, what are you going to say back to me?
0: I'm super excited. Let's do it. I mean, there's yeah. always that hype. Absolutely. Right.
1: You're fired up. Most times you hear, I say, hey, congratulations, welcome to the SOS Dojo. People go, thank you. So when I take payment, right and I'm running their card through and people are excited. They're like they're saying and I go, congratulations, thanks again. And they go I go, congratulations, welcome to the program. They're like, Joe, thank you. They're thrilled as opposed to, yeah, let me take your card through and there you go. There's a total amount. Here you go. And they go, okay, like they're they're second guessing. Like if you've ever heard of buyer's remorse and people want to bring something back, if you want to practically eliminate it, congratulate somebody when they decide and then congratulate them again when they pay, because that's
0: the key. I think that's huge because especially in the service industry, the coaching industry, as a Mm -hmm. business coach myself, I recognize this. And it's something that was really difficult for me as a limiter until I went and dropped X, Y, and Z dollars on a coach, or I spent so much on a mastermind, I had the limiter that I wasn't worth charging that much, right? Mm. But what I recognize is the business coach I have right now, he is huge on that. I'm not big on like, I don't need necessarily the validation. I being the tactical operational mindset, I want the facts. Just give me what this is. But I've noticed as you're talking, like what brings back to my mind is every time I re-up with this guy, love him to death. He's a beast. But every time I re-up with him, he's like, hey man, congrats, Zach. You just better yourself again and you're going to succeed. And it's nice. that type of, it's validating in so many ways because it's a chunk of money. And at the end of the day, when I'm spending more on coaching than I sure. am on my rent or my house, like yeah, people start getting nervous about that, right? Well, the thing is, is if you're getting value
1: out of it and you're getting a positive return on investment, it doesn't matter. I mean, because you know the houses and everything else, those are things that are fleeting. This acquisition of skills and the honing of those skills, this is why people keep coming back. We've had people that have been in the dojo since the inception, Zach, and it's like 98 weeks, dude. And they're still in there because they, for them, it's like, I keep getting better. I keep getting better. And so you're right. like The skills acquisition and honing of and betterment, that's where the money is because knowledge monetizes forever. You could buy a motorcycle. I love guitars. I love fishing. I love boats and stuff. I'll tell you what, those are depreciating assets. The skill set that I learned through the coaching and masterminds and just surrounding myself with networking with people like you—that is freaking priceless. Yeah.
0: Man, I, I love that. I couldn't agree more. And it, it's amazing to see how much all of that starts correlating with entrepreneurs. And a lot of what I talk about is having the power to make those decisions. Mm-hmm. The goal of sales is to get the person to make a decision. And once that decision's made, you go into that and congratulate them. I love that little tidbit that you threw in there. And I want to give the audience another opportunity. What's the best way to reach out to you, connect with you, learn more about the dojo, get into the dojo? Give us those links. Yeah,
1: if you want to get into the dojo, and again, we're making this offer for the people from this podcast, the listeners of this podcast, something special just for Zach Knight's group. Here's what you guys do. You go to sosdojo.com forward slash Zach. And instead of our typical, hey, come in for a free session, you guys get a full month. I'm going to give you a full month and we're going to practice and let you guys get to a level of real confidence and authority and conviction on product or service is too expensive. I can't afford it. I need to think about it. If that's one that drives people nuts. And then I need to speak to my spouse. We're going to go over those four objections with you. That way you can walk away with scripts, but more importantly, you're going to be able to walk away with more conviction. And that's the, kind of that flow. The other places that you can find me, you can go on Instagram or TikTok at Coach Joe Marcoux. Check it out. There's lots of free
0: content there that you can grab. would love for uh, us to connect there. You can DM me on, on Instagram. And I love that you're putting all of that out, but I, I have to ask, Because I've seen, I haven't seen you on TikTok yet. I've seen the Facebook. I've seen the IG. Obviously, we've connected on LinkedIn quite a bit. Mm -hmm. Which would be the platform that you're doing the most fun things on that you're like, oh, man. Because I see you're sharing the TikToks on Instagram. You're doing a lot. And I'm going to change that. So I was going to ask, are you dancing on TikTok? Are you doing the fads? Do we need to go check out the funny side? On TikTok.
1: Yeah, you know what? Like we're having a little bit more yeah. fun with it on TikTok, and then we're learning a little bit more about the TikTok piece. So here's what's interesting: like the, the TikTok watermark is not a good thing to bring over to Instagram. So we're going to start doing raw video, and per the platform, we're going to just put it up on TikTok, and then the raw video will be per the platform for Instagram. What I found with Facebook and LinkedIn, they don't really care. It's not that the algorithm really doesn't care. But there's obviously competitive market between. TikTok and Instagram, and now YouTube Shorts. So those three are kind of fighting each other and we're going to make a point of putting the specific videos. We're And the, the TikTok videos, I will admit, we've changed the TikTok account name. I used to have a different account name and we're trying to get that magic piece happening where you get that one viral video and go. We just recently spoke to somebody who's a TikTok pro and they said, yeah, I changed my account 13 times to be able to make it go. There's something about the algorithm. I made a mistake where I had a TikTok account two years ago and I kind of just played and just watched and I didn't really engage. And then this TikTok coach told me, okay, delete that account, start from scratch. So I literally just started from scratch like a month ago and I'm starting from scratch and it's put up two to three TikToks today. One a day is just not enough.
0: I love it, man. Never be afraid to start over. I love that. Just do it. Yeah, that's it. And it's working.
1: We're getting people that are saying, hey, I'm really curious. I want to come in and try it out.
0: It's great. Nice. I love it. Joe, you are the man. I appreciate all of it. We'll definitely check out some TikToks and some IGs for you, man. And definitely yeah, man. everybody. Let's have some fun. Yes. Let's do it. I love it, Joe. You're the man. I appreciate your time. Thank you, Zach. Appreciate you, man. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Tactical Leader Podcast. If this episode helped you along your journey of self-mastery and has inspired you to do more, I challenge you to head over to myvoicechallenge.com so you can find out how you can discover your voice, claim your independence, and build that thriving business that you've always wanted. Again, that's myvoicechallenge.com.